UFC 264 burned bright then crashed hard. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. Let's sift through the pieces to understand what happened. The first full-capacity T-Mobile Arena show since the start of the pandemic saw 12 fights with 6 KOTKOs. Make sure you note that one was a doctor stoppage. Stop the stoppage! Stop the stoppage! One submission and five decisions, one split for uni. That lasted one hour, 53 minutes, 45 seconds. Big night for closing favorites at betonline.ag. Ten came out on top. Only two dogs would prevail. Huge prop victory if you had Sean O'Malley getting a KOTKO in the third. That was plus 1,000. Which means had you put 50 on that at betonline.ag, you'd have scored 500 in return. Dustin Poirier landed the most significant strikes Conor McGregor has ever absorbed in the first round of any fight with 36. That was also the second most head strikes of any round but for the third of the Nate Diaz rematch. Connor's broken leg, which halted the bout, may have been the result of eight of eight leg kicks he threw and landed, the third most of his entire career. Gilbert Burns had the most control time on Stephen Thompson since his first ever career loss to Matt Brown back in 2012, with seven minutes, 13 seconds, resulting in a decision win. Tied to Ivasa only needed 11 significant strikes to put away Greg Hardy. That's the most efficient he's ever been, earning him our Energy Star Award. Irene Aldana scored her ninth career first-round finish when she stopped Yana Kunitskaya. Sean O'Malley's decimation of Chris Mutino had the third-largest strike difference in UFC history at 160, the only fights to surpass it to Max Holloway main events. Final notable, Zhalkas Zhumagulov's horrifying standing guillotine of Jerome Rivera earned him our literal guillotine award. But the stats can only tell us so much. Let's dive deeper. What up, guys? Jason here with a before and after for the event. And you gotta start with Martino's inspiring heart that opened the card against O'Malley. He was definitely game. Had I had, I, you know, a kid comes in on short notice, fought his ass off, and he deserves... And, and bonuses were $75,000, so. Ouch. My hands hurt so bad from punching him in the face. But make no mistake, it's not just how gutsy the loser was in this fight. O'Malley put on an absolute clinic. You know, when you're in there against a zombie, I, I, I can just imagine, you know, what, what it's like. So uh, I, I thought he put on a good performance. Moving on, it looks like the humble PR phase that started Hardy's career is officially over. You see, the people in this sport are humble, man. People in this sport are the most dangerous, ruthless people in the cage, but they're the most humble, contrite, considerate people on this earth. You're smiling a lot. You're a very happy-go-lucky guy. You're awesome. Thank you. Go fight Volkov, and then go fight the Bronze Bomber, and then come back and fight Cyril, and then come back and fight Fat, 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 Fat Lewis. So two questions. What do you make? Who do you? One more fat. Fat. Not just MMA either. I'm I'm coming for Deontay. Just like in this league, man. I'm coming for Deontay Wilder. I'm coming. Did you see that video of him lifting weights? Whereas Tai Tuivasa continues to be one of the most likable fighters ever. A punch and a kick and a elbow and a punch and a kick and a elbow. I fight. You tell me who I'm fighting. I rock up. Simple. We luckily did get a chance to catch up with both fighters in the co-main event, and it looks like Thompson's strategy just didn't quite go according to plan. He's got, he's got great power in his hands, man. Golly, his jiu-jitsu is phenomenal. What am I going to do there? You know what? Start worrying about what you're going to do to him and not worry about what he's going to do to you. If I get taken down close to the cage, my goal is to get my back to that cage ASAP. And Burns finally got his revenge after the Vicente Luque fight. I was just so mad at the guy, like... I want to beat this guy right now. I shook his hand and I look at his eyes like, <laughs> say nothing. If I said something, we'll fight. As for Burns' callouts, Dana was essentially non-committal there. I mean, what, what else is there to say about the fight? It wasn't a good fight. Edwards and Masvidal make more sense than Nate does. Um, but I don't know. 
But then we have to move on to the main event. Lots to unpack here. With seven years of history now between the first fight and this, you've really seen a shift in how Poirier handles pressure. And a lot of times I would find myself being angry at him or thinking about him. You're not, I'm not fighting him who he is. I'm fighting his style of fighting and what he does in the cage. So you're not fighting you know, all the talk and all that stuff. You know, It'd be a different show if I could do it again. Connor certainly has shifted his view as well. I, I respect all these people here. I have no ill feelings towards these people. It's impossible to hate somebody that has the same dreams as you, you know what I mean? As for the comments about Poirier saying that he didn't actually like fighting anymore after UFC 257, he had a chance to clarify that. I like fighting. I don't like the, the process. I don't like right. the sheep fans and the crazy clickbait media. Fair enough. You know? Every, it's turned into a fashion show, you know? How about this thorny issue with the foot break? Everyone seems to have a different theory of when it happened. Uh, what happened was a result of checking a kick, you know? I'm more than sure of it. That ankle injury had been aggravated during the, during the camp. We'd, we'd, uh, we'd gotten a scan on it. Um, it would seem unusual that, you know, young, healthy, fit man could wrap elbow. his foot around yeah. an elbow. And of course, the biggest irony, there were three proclamations that Connor stated before this fight. None of them went his way. Oh, I said I'm going to take him out in a stretcher. He's going out in a stretcher in this fight. My yeah. record in mixed martial arts competition is 19 wins and one loss. The only thing that's final in this business is a knockout. All the other the decisions, the tabs, all that shit means nothing to me. I'm coming to take a man's head off. So what do you do with either man now? Looks like Dana is already seeing those dollar signs for a fourth fight. Dustin Poirier will fight for the title and, and Connor's healed and ready to go. You, you do the rematch, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you listen, that, that the fight didn't get finished. You know, uh, 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 you can't have a fight finished that way. Poirier will do his thing until, until Connor's ready. Of course, Connor made that clear in the cage that he already wanted a fourth one and Poirier does too. But Poirier was hesitant to say exactly when that would be. Do you feel like the rivalry is over? Or do you feel like... No, we are going to fight again, whether it's in the octagon or on the sidewalk. You don't say the stuff he said. I know somebody earlier told me Charles wanted to fight me in December. So we'll see. You know, that's a... We'll figure everything out. I just want to get home to my family. And lastly, Connor's surgery appears to have went well. Just out of the surgery room, everything went to plan. Um, everything went perfect. I'm feeling tremendous. We got six weeks on a crutch now. Oh, Dustin, you can celebrate that illegitimate win all you want, but you've done nothing in there. That second round would have shown all. Now that we've thoroughly examined the card, it's time for a final analysis. Everything about this trilogy fight between Connor and Dustin was considered from every possible angle. Hours and hours of collective analysis over every minute detail, and all of it went up in smoke in an instant. The leg break truly complicates things. Two 10-8s for Dustin in that round. If you combine that with the end of their second fight, that's a pretty long period of Connor not winning against Dustin in a relatively short amount of time. Enough for many to have lost interest in a fourth fight. However, it's pretty clear from social media, Connor, Dustin, and Dana that there will be Want. Maybe by the time Connor heals up, it would be more appealing. Or maybe Dustin is two defenses into a lightweight title reign. We've got some serious complications. It's not that there couldn't be a different outcome either, and I understand that it's a bitter pill when you get robbed of a satisfying ending to a big rivalry. But that's the sport. It's too messy to always get a storybook ending. What if Connor separates his shoulder next time throwing a left? Are we going to have a fifth fight? At what point does massive popularity give way to the division's integrity? Maybe we won't have to address that question by the time Connor is healthy and ready to go again. But I think we all know the answer. 
Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.